but very, very dangerous. If you spotty sense, you know, I was like, oh, something's off. And I'm just like, man, I'm waiting to hear something, you know. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the 14th episode of the War Cry Podcast. I'm your host, Jehola Tiger. You know, just ch- just chilling. You know, nothing too crazy. It's a uh, it's a very warm Sunday. I guess not morning, noon. I guess is when I'm recording today. I I kind of wanted to record the day I post it. Um, this episode because I wanted to see if some people would send me some stories and so this episode is going to be basically about listener stories but the name of this episode is called this is creepy because some of the stories I'm going to share with you guys today I'm not gonna lie are pretty creepy like beyond kind of creepy like I would say not I would say you probably if you if you are one that gets scared kind of easy I would not listen to this episode at night um you know, we've I've talked on you know Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation, which that episode just came out this past Friday. Um, that was Winter Spirits. You know, that was a pretty epic uh, episode because you just, sometimes you just don't think of those things and you don't think of you know how that it, you know those things affect us. But <clears throat> but you know, I mentioned this you know before you know on that on the podcast. Basically, you know, I've had things happen to me when I'm you know listening to the podcast or re-listening to it. So. If you're, you know, if you're a little bit scared, you're kind of like, ah, oh, you know, this is going to be pretty, uh, pretty, uh, pretty spicy, pretty, pretty good, uh, pretty spooky. So I would advise if you listen to this in the middle of the day, if you are the, that person. Um, but so I had been kind of, you know, asking around, kind of, so I moved. Everybody knows that. Uh, episode 11. I think it's episode 11. Anyways. Yeah. Bob Ross episode. Um, so I moved and so I've been trying to kind of find my way in the community and you know I'm, I'm starting to ask questions about things and you know just want to know some things because I, I, I'm curious by nature and I was talking to somebody and we got on the topic of like demons and the story that they told me I've heard this type of story before but to me this one's kind of you know this one's pretty crazy so he uh he had been this this guy this person had been kind of an an atheist their entire life didn't really believe nothing and, and you know he kind of goes through some you know some tribulations and some things that happens in his life and he ends up finding you know a higher power and he cannot control the excitement so he's telling his 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 coworkers and his employees and people you know around him basically just cannot contain it his how excited he is and he goes and starts telling all his all everybody, and one of the last people he tells is is, is somebody you know who he, he thought he was kind of close with, and so he's telling the story of how he got here, and he looked over and the guy that he was telling the story to, like had this weird kind of grin, and it was almost like that type of grin where like you know like you almost don't believe him, but it was he said it it didn't look like a normal grin, the facial features were exaggerated. And he keeps talking, and he keeps looking over, and he starts to notice that this guy's face, who he'd been working with for years, started to morph. And he didn't recognize him. But it was, it was him, it was the guy, but the facial, facial, feature, facial features did not look like him. And he said that he noticed that his voice started to change as well. 
and he was kind of like, man, this is, uh, you know, in his head, he's like, man, he, you know, he's talking and he's like, man, this is kind of crazy. Like, what's going on? So then he ends up, you know, kind of in the name of Jesus and uh, basically, you know, at a certain point, this guy doesn't look like anything like his, his guy, that he, his coworker. And so he says, in the name of Jesus, tell me your name. And the guy on the other, the guy that's, you know, that's kind of weird, like his face is changing and stuff, says in this like kind of this raspy, otherworldly voice and says skepticism. And I thought that was crazy. I was like, what? And he's that guy, the guy that's telling me the story, he's like, man, I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't quite put into words what happened, like what I saw and heard. So once he did that, this, he said this, whatever this thing is, says skepticism. And then he, the guy that I guess it's using him slumps in the chair and closes his eyes and, and looks down and then looks back up and he's like normal again. And the guy's telling me the story said, Hey man, are you all right? And he, the guy's like, no, he's like, I don't even know where I'm at. What, what am I doing in your office? Like, what are we, what, what's going on? Like, I don't even know. So he like, he's so confused and scared. He like runs out of the office and like, it's trying to like grasp like what where he was at because like he last thing he remembered he was he was somewhere else in the facility, and he comes back he's like man I don't know what happened what what are we what were we talking about, and so I I kind of you know with that story I always thought it was kind of interesting because I had as you, I mean, you just knows I've, I've I have I always ask people uh, you know questions and stories and a story that was told to me by somebody who I never deemed to be paranormal or that type of way and. This story was told to me about six years ago, um, and it's something similar to that story that I just told you guys. And basically, this this person was telling me this story about how their parent or their mom was in this like exorcist group, and they prayed over people who they thought had a demon in them. And you hear that, and you're like, "Dang, that's all right. This is this is crazy." But I thought it was, you know, I I believe in that thing, you know, I believe in these things, and. So one one day they had got they prayed over somebody and they you know the next day they were going to church and everybody's kind of you know normal church stuff going on well this old man real like old looking man walks in the middle of church right down to the front aisle to the front pew and they said and you know people around said he stunk like death he just he just smelled so bad and they said that he kept during the during the the sermon, amen, brother, you know, being real sarcastic and, you know, kind of being real, you know, obnoxious and just, you, amen, you know, like, keep, t- you know, just trying to make fun, you know, of, the, of that thing, of that, what, the people people that do that. And come to find out, you know, once the, once the, the sermon's over, they all go to classes and this old man goes in this classroom um, with the person that's telling me this story. And they noticed that, their the their parent their mom was in the classroom with them, and she could hear and they, like she was there back there, uh, in the back of the, in the back of the room with this this old man was here, and you could hear faint whispering. It was like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. and you could hear it, but you could it was almost like a prayer. And what they come to find out is that the the mom was saying a prayer over the the room, the classroom. All of a sudden, the lights go out, and this old stinking man, oh, smelled like death. The lights go down and the lights come back on and he's gone. You know, so I always asked about that. I said, have you ever seen him again? They're like, no, we haven't. But what 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 they think it was is that that spirit that they had kind of 
exercised out of this person that they did that that previous day followed them to church and was trying to make a, a mockery of what they were doing and so yeah that the, that story right there gives me goosebumps I, I think i've maybe told that a few times i haven't really been public with that one but i'd share it on here but you know i i just find that that conversation so interesting i know we kind of went on a deep dive with investigations um, on Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. We talked about kind of investigations that Chris and I and uh, have done over the you know over our lives. Obviously, Chris has been all over the place. Mine's kind of more local, but but all these you know all this thing kind of, all these kind of happen in small towns. Which is kind of interesting about that too as well. But you know, I've had so many stories told to me over the course of the the last probably year, um, and some of them I haven't gotten to, in which I'm going to touch base on some of those today uh, first you know first story that was told to me this is was told to me a couple months ago and i want to read it verbatim because one thing i don't want to do is mess my story up especially when i haven't really you know i know the story i just don't want to mess up small details because that's kind of what makes this story so this story came in you know like i said a little bit ago but so when i was younger my folks fought a lot my mom had side pieces you know you know other men on the side my dad went to a Cherokee medicine man I don't know who and my mom was telling me about this later on when in the fridge she found a bottle hidden down in the vegetable drawer under you know a bunch of the food and the person goes I guess he thought that our fat (laughs) our fat chips uh wouldn't find it in there dang I know I'll be looking through I'll be scouring the fridge and making sure you know, no stone goes unturned when it comes to food. Nah, but... <laughs> and, but anyway, whatever it looked like, she recognized it as medicine. Right away, you know, right away, and she, and the mother confronted him. He admitted it, and he said, yeah, I, you know, I did do that, and, and uh, I changed my mind on it, and so I stopped using it. Well, I guess he was supposed to drink that potion... Uh, of whatever he, you know, of the medicine that he had put on him. He was supposed to drink it when he was done with it. Well, he does, he drinks it, and he has this crazy dream that he's standing by a trading post back in the old days. Um, and some old Indian man is standing there, and he's selling stuff. Um, he said basically all around him was like, almost like uh, like how it was in the old days. Like there was no paved roads. It was all like, everything was still like how it was back in the old days. And it's almost like, I guess they equate it to being like a, like a VCR, like when you rewind, like back, you can rewind back in time. That's kind of what happened. Well, he said the area used to be a lake in his dream, the, the Indian guy, Indian man. And so he went wading in the water that was there. And he started to notice invisible hands starting to grab him and pull him down into the lake. And so some time goes by, they're all sitting next to the, to the TV watching those old PBS, OETA type program. And there was something about Cherokee, a woman that was on there that was talking about the uh, the people who live in the lake. And they was all sitting there and they was like, dang, we was, he just had a dream about the people in the lake. Yeah, I always wonder that too. Like, you know, if it's like, you know, old ways trying to tell you something or higher power trying to tell you something. Um, but you know, he, they end up kind of like, dang, that's crazy. Like, you know, that's how there's a kind of connection, but you know, I've, I've talked about, we've talked about dreams before, especially on like live streams, like on TikTok live. And, and I believe dreams, you know, I think you can, I think people can see into the future and they can see in the past, but I don't think we know what we're looking at. 
you know, I had a conversation with the same person that I, with the first story I told, you know, we were talking like, what if we dream and we dream so far ahead that we don't know where we're at because we've never been there before. And so our, what we're seeing is essentially not really what it is, but it's the future. And we don't know that what that place looks like. And like, maybe that's, maybe that's what we see is, is like uh, the future, but like, it's not how it really is because we haven't been there before. That's a good thought, but I appreciate that story. You know, and if you know anything about the people that live in the lake, um, I've heard something about that in Ten Killer, a little bit about that out in Ten Killer Lake. But if you know anything about that and you heard that story and you're like, man, I think I know what you're talking about, um, definitely shoot me a, a message on Facebook and or email me. My email is also on the, the uh, War Cry podcast page, which um, I just made, but... Uh, uh, but yeah, go, go, go message me. And if you know anything about that, I'd be real interesting to know if, you know, if anyone has any more stories about that. But, you know, that's one thing about, I love about people sending me stories. It gets me thinking about things, you know, such as like the dreams and, and things like that. So the next story I'm going to tell, this involves, and I know I've promoted this on Facebook, but it's about three orbs, three green orbs. And this is told by my cousin and I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to share his name, even though he gave me full permission, but you never know. You know, you truly never know. I don't want to, I don't want to shame anybody out, but. So this story happened in, in 2012. He writes, I was living in Prosper, Texas and was walking to my room, uh, which was, was converted from a garage. And as soon as I opened the door, there were the three green orbs floating about waist high in the middle of the room. When I walked into into my room, they started spinning in a circle and then flew through the roof and disappeared. Nobody else saw it. My mom was in the kitchen, um, which is connected to the room, and never saw any lights or any shadows from it. So fast forward about four years later, he's living with his grandma. Um, and he said that they had some crazy stuff going on in the house. Well, she used to get real bad nightmares, bad nightmares, uh, and, wake up, and would wake up screaming sometimes. She said she woke up once and there was this man sitting on her bed and she could feel the indentation of that thing sitting on her bed. She saw a lot of shadowy figures in that time and uh, she always thought it was her her husband coming back to see her, coming back to visit. But the more he thought about it, the shadow man would not cause us the pain that they had to go through or the torment or the feeling scared. And about a week or so after one of these dreams she had, she ended up picking up a piece of metal out of her sandwich, which is kind of strange. Like, and it was in the slice of bread, was a wire. It turns out that she was given a bag at a powwow somewhere. It was filled with bad medicine. She had no idea who gave it to her and thinks it was slipped into her purse. So then they contacted our uncle, and it's my uncle too, because obviously we're cousins. But he told us what we needed to do and that they needed that he was going to come over and smoke the house. During this time, he had been uh, my cousin had been having problems of his own. Um, he really never told nobody about it, but he was having bad dreams too. And he was feeling real uneasy feeling about, you know, about the closet that was in that room. So our uncle comes over and prays and smokes tobacco all over the house. And when he gets done, he comes up to us and says that my closet was filled with these demons trying to come through a portal. He freaked out because I was like, you know, nobody knew anything. No one said anything. He never said nothing. But after he was finished, it was gone. And there wasn't any more issues after that. Man, that's a great story. You know, that's when it comes to, you know, when it comes to those, those medicine bags, I was always told never to, if you're not, if you're not from that area or you're not from those people, 
or from that group, uh, you never really take nothing. That's, and some people can take that as a sign of disrespect, but that, this is what happens. Is you know, let's say you come and you and people think you're moving in a way that's not correct. You know, with who they are, um, or the way they do things, that people could do that to you. And I was always told that growing up. You know, if you ever go somewhere and you don't, you're unfamiliar with the place. You just kind of keep it moving, and um, you know, and and and, and uh, you just kind of keep you know moving in the direction you're going, and and, and just say you know, you know decline whatever you got to do um, because you just never know what people you know you know are trying to do to you or you know, anything like that. But like I said, that's a great story, and I appreciate him you know telling that. And uh, he had a hat man story, but I think I told that on um, Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. Basically, I had I had told a story at um, um, what was it? Hominy, I think. Yeah, Hominy. Um, dang man, Hominy was so hot too. I don't know how I kind of got that story logical, but but uh, I had a story that uh, that basically I saw Hat Man um, right right before I was supposed to graduate and. He had been seeing it, that same kind of entity and being um, as well. And so, anyways, the the next story I'm going to tell you guys, uh, this also comes from my same cousin, or the, not the same cousin, um, same side of the family uh, and a different cousin, uh, my, my Kiowa and, and Creek cousin. Um, so there's a church that, you know, that all of our relatives uh, in Eufaula had, had been going to for a long time. And this story kind of really struck me because, you know, I was, was always told growing up, you don't, uh, you either true, choose the grounds or medicine, you know, things like that, traditional or tradish, <laughs> or you go church route. And you're not supposed to mix those things. And this story, you know, this, like I said, this story comes from her mother. Um, so back in the, back in the, you know, back in the day, I guess you could say, um, they were, uh, making their, you know, they were, uh, leaving and they forgot something the the mother or the grand so it'd be our great-grandmother forgot something at the church they had church service that evening and you know my aunt he was like oh we'll go back and we'll go back and get it for you no no problem we'll go back and get it well she they pull up to the church and she opens the door and down by the pulpit when this church isn't very long but it's real it's old church and now it's you know it'd be kind of newer back the day but at the end of the pulpit, she noticed uh, there was a black figure, and there was somebody sitting in the chair ne- uh, next to the pulpit. And as they looked closer, as she looked closer, that chair, that black figure, had that person levitating. And when I heard that, you know, she well, the defense story, she ended up backing out and getting out of there. And she told the story years later. But you know, one thing that's kind of crazy about that, you know, is those things. There's our people out there that have done those things, and I mean no disrespect to those people. Because they're they're still around, but you know I have I have another family member um, whose grandpa w- would float to church. They say, "Hey man, you need a ride to church. We want to make sure you get there all right." And he's, "No, nah, I'm all right." And they say, "You know, he's he beat him to the church." And those things are still out there. Um, it's not as prevalent today as it used to be. I think because everybody's got their camera phone out now. Everybody, if someone saw, if you saw someone kind of floating by, not even walking, just floating by fast like. You know, you'd be kind of like, oh, dang, I got to get a picture of that or a video of that. And that might be why we don't see that anymore. But, you know, that's kind of crazy. It's a, it's a crazy story because, you know, you just truly never know, you know, what's uh, what's out there and, you know, who's doing what. And But that's one thing that we always we always want to make sure that, that I do is respect those people and those people that do things and know things. 
I'm, you know, I got a good, I got a good laugh out of a TikTok comment uh, one time was, you know, y'all practicing bad medicine. It's like, dang, I don't even know. <laughs> I was like, dang, I ain't even, I don't even, you know, I don't know, I don't know nothing like that. I know of them, I don't know about them, and I think that's one thing that you know we always, I always try to to make sure that we I do respect as those people that do those things. Um, uh, don't come see me. I respect you. Nah, uh, but uh, but. You know, this episode, you know, to me is is a very good one because, like I said, it gets me thinking. You know, think gets me thinking of different topics and, uh, you know, different types of uh, uh, ideas to do with the podcast. And it also gives other people, too, like people say, oh, man, I heard that story about that. It gives people an idea of being like, oh, let me tell you this story about this. And, you know, I always try to get it as close to the story as they told me as humanly possible. Um and, you know, if, if you hear this, family members or whoever, I like I said, I, I try to read it verbatim. Um, sometimes I like to add a little spice to it, but it's not, it's, the story is true. And I believe anyone that does send me stories because um, these things are out there and, you know, and we want to make sure we respect them. But uh, that's all I got for you guys today. I got, you know, like I said, threw out some stories out there. Um, like I said, if, you, if you're kind of a little scaredy cat, I'd, I'd listen to it in, during the daytime. Um I do want to. I do want to say this too as well. Um, Unsolved mysteries of the reservation. We are looking for high school or, or college stories, um, dormitory stories. You know, Haskell, IAIA, Bacone, uh, Northeastern State University, OU, Oklahoma State. Um, we're looking for all stories. Sequoia dorms, Riverside, um, all these different schools. Fort Lewis. Um, we are looking for stories. So if you hear this and you have a story from those schools, send me a message. We can keep you anonymous. Um, I believe we are recording at the end of this month. And so like we're going to say, we're going to do a college edition. So I want to make sure that story is told because a lot of, we're losing a lot of those, you know, we're losing a lot of those old Sequoia dorm stories. You know, my grandma, I'm, I, I wish I had asked her more about her days there. Um, maybe I'll have to ask my dad, but you know, I remember she told one story one time about a girl who committed suicide, but I can't remember the full story on that, on why she did and, you know, what led to that or, you know, and what she did, you know, if it haunted the place. But um, I do have a, a pretty wicked story from uh, from somebody who went to Sequoia back in the old days, probably 70s. Um, man, it's wicked. It's a wicked story. So I can't wait to share that one. And I can't wait to share um, ones that are told to me. Um, Shooting. If you got any Woodall, Woodall Wildcat, Briggs, Ten Killer Schools. Uh, well, I'm trying to get who else? Pegs, uh, Kenwood, all those schools. Yeah. If you if you know something from those schools, like I said, shoot me a message. I'll keep you. Uh, I'll keep you kind of uh, on the on the on the lowdown, anonymous. And so, but I appreciate you guys listening in. Once again, um, we're almost at 1,500 listens, just audio listens. Um, we're almost, we're, we're about to hit 2000 or no, I'm sorry, 2,500 in the total listens. And so I can't, I cannot say enough, man, how much I appreciate everybody that listens. I'm just some dude. I'm just some dude that knows some things that says some things sometimes. And you know, I'm just a normal guy. If you, if you want to add me on Facebook, you hold a tiger, shoot me a message, make sure, you know, like I, I want to make sure you listen to the podcast. Uh, here lately I've been getting people that be posting those nasty things on their, on their timeline. I'm trying to keep those people off. Um, but you hold tiger on Facebook, TikTok, one man band, nine, one, eight. Um, you could find this podcast anywhere. The link trees up There's a new Facebook page. You just type in work, work, podcast. 
or hit the link tree. It'll send you to that as well. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I think that's it. I appreciate you guys listening in, and I'll catch you on the next one.